You're such an asshole. Well, it shows you how off my game I am. I haven't podcasted in quite a while on my own. <clears throat> I've always been on other people's shows because I've always been on this part-time vacation kind of, oh, I'll get to it. Oh, man, I don't feel, oh, no. Oh, I got to do it. Oh, I got to do this. And slowly but surely, Cappy's coming out. Slowly. I could tell, like, uh, being not, what the house was done and all that, when I could make it to the gym uh, three times in one week. And I could, you know, it, it does, it's it's a cope. I'll admit it's a cope, but I could finally get back on my diet. That That's kind of a cope where no matter what you're doing in your schedule, what you put in your mouth does not take time. But there's a comfort that comes with, not having it. It's not even, oh, I want to stuff my face with ice cream and cake. and Because then I would have done that, but I didn't. It was more the convenience. I guess the, the convenience of not having to worry. If you are so busy with certain stuff or just major projects you want to get done and be done with, you don't have the mental energy to like, oh, I'm going to go to this place and get some food that's healthy. It's more like, no, I'm getting that food. I don't give a damn about it. And I'm going to have the luxury, the leisure, the luxurie. Of not even expending half a calorie of energy or worrying about it. Like, no time for guilt. No time to die. Cappy's new movie called No Time for Guilt. Don't care that I ate an ice cream or a Sonic burger. I got other stuff going on. Not only are we coming around the corner, we've made the corner and the finish line is is behind us now. Now we're tidying up some, some minor stuff afterwards. And so I'm a little fried hosting company, company I, uh, because of logistics, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. I'll, let me, let me just show you where mistakes are made. Let me just show you how mistakes cost us all everything exponentially. If, if, if any, I'm not going to get a doctor in economics cause I'm not stupid. I don't need a doctor in economics. You don't need a doctor in economics. We shouldn't be issuing doctorates in economics because as we're going to find out later, y'all don't know what you're doing, but here's, here's a thesis for you guys, a doctoral thesis, calculate the economic costs of mistakes because it's not, Oop, I made a dollar mistake. It's a dollar fix. No, we're talking a thousand dollar fix. Like we could talk three magnitudes, the cost. Not really a mistake, but things didn't go the way they planned. I'm going to call it a mistake, though. Buddy, good friend of mine, lends me his dolly for me to move heavy stuff. This is over a year and a half ago. I uh, used the dolly <clears throat> to unload the heavy things that I own and furniture and my Star Wars arcade game, namely. And it's under the assumption my buddy, who is big-time gun-toting, uh, Christy Nome, governor of South Dakota, worshiping, uh, hunting Republican. I'm like, oh, he's going to come out here. He's going to be one of the first to visit. Nope. Mm -mm, nope. So there's his dolly. And the idea was he'd take his dolly back. Now it's been sitting there. I'm like, eh. so I had through logistics, someone drive out here. Uh, I need to drive them back with the same vehicle to get my vehicle that was left by another person in the Twin Cities <clears throat> and drive that vehicle back 
but not first without getting some dental work done in the Twin Cities, because just like everywhere else in these United States of America, all the dentists in South Dakota want to screw you over. And you could go up to say, I just need a cleaning. My main doctor is in Vegas. Oh, we're still going to need to do a pre-check uh, assessment for $500. Look, I'm I'm sorry. You're really good at dental work and medic- medicine, but you're a moron when it comes to math and financial planning. I'm sorry you spent so much money on dental loans and dental school debt, but I am not paying you to do what my main dentist already does. For- I just need you to clean my teeth. For- it should be $50. Have your dental hygienist, you pay like $20 <clears throat> to clean my teeth. You charge me $50. Everyone's happy. Oh, no, we need x-rays. I need to have a, we need to have a, have a chat and a talk. Like, again, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, and I'm, not only am I sorry that you have so much student loan debt from dental school, I'm sorry you're, you lack such business acumen that you'll never get out of it, even with a phenomenally spectacular skill like dentistry. Like you like the business skills to do that. You got to like, yo, oh, we got to sit down and talk about this. We have to do all these tests. No, no, we really don't. So I got to go to my dentist in the Twin Cities so that she, lady, Dent- lady dentist, lady dentist, not a good cop show, lady dentist, not a good show. Doesn't sound like itself. Good dentist, not a good show. And so she's going to clean my teeth for a reasonable fee. <clears throat> And then I got to drive back. And then we decided that we're going to do it a day early. And I'm like, oh. And I, I'm kind of going along with it because I'm like, yeah, there's nothing else to do. We showed you everything there is to do in the in the Black Hills. Why not get an early start? Why not get back? I could spend more time with Lucifer and Geronimo, my beloved nieces who are quickly growing up and will not remember their uncle when they turn into teenagers. And I'll miss them forever. And that will be a sad, sad. It'll be a happy chapter to sadly end. I'm going to see some buddies, but now I got to do the podcast. And as per, you don't have the mental energy to adhere to a diet, which is a cop out. I know that's coping when you're very busy. I was kind of like, why did I just hit the asshole consulting intro for Good Morning Corona Chan? I don't know. You're, it's out of habit. It's out of habit and you're tired. <clears throat> That's what we got. So the good news is when I get back, <laughs> swear to God, anyone says, hey, you want to drive across South Dakota? No, 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 not. Mm. I didn't even did a podcast or a thing or a video about this is the year of no. And then you look at it like, I got to say yes to this because there's no other way this is going to happen with these people. It's just never going to happen. You know, this might be the last opportunity for things to happen. I got to do it now. So once again, unto the bridge, as the British would say, and I get to drive through fascinating towns like Kadoka, Belvedere, Winter, Yankton, Mitchell, Chamberlain, Presho, Myrtle. All you guys all the Kadoka, right? You guys all, you know, those towns, right, guys, right? Kimball, oh man, do you like gas stations? And I'm like, all right, let's do a podcast. It's been a while. It's been a while. <clears throat> so now, and these guys sent me these articles, and some of them are a little bit dated, but I'm just going to bang through them real quick. Uh, no, no, NBC News. I don't want to. Um, support you. <laughs> I don't want to support any of you 
journalism, if we could call you that, entities, uh, because you are absolutely evil and liars. And, well, we'll go into here as to why. All women should enjoy summer, Spain says, on launch of beach body positivity campaign. <laughs> it's good. Spain is a second world nation. It is a second world nation. It's not a first world nation. Sorry, Spain, you're not. It's going all over. To my Muslim friends and colleagues out there, it's coming to it's coming to a theocracy near you. All you third worlders coming there too. It it's gonna spread like the great and merciful Corona Chan. It's gonna spread. And naturally, there's just it, it is this a drawing or Photoshop or what? Spain's minister Ministry of Equality has launched the Summers is Ours Too campaign, encouraging women of all sizes to go to the beach. And it, it's just horrific. Um, I can't tell if these are actual photos or if they're graphic editing. There is a old woman who has had a mastectomy. Um, she's topless. One boob is sagging. The other one is missing. Uh, of course, we have our standard fat black chick. Of course, we have our standard fat white chick with multicolored hair. There's uh, what seems to be a Latina, perhaps that's on the, um, you guys are on the Eastern Hemisphere, so that may be uh, North African, Middle Eastern, perhaps. <clears throat> she has armpit hair, and then it's just another fat. <laughs> Ladies, you can have the full force and power of the government. The world's government saying that you're beautiful. It's not true. It's not true. I, no, nobody's stopping you from going out there. I, I, you know, you have every right. Go, go wear a, a thong bikini, go topless and you have a mastectomy. Go, go do it. Uh, I'm glad the government has given you a green light and out of an individualist, right? Everyone should respect the individual's rights. You're like, no, they, they can go ahead and do that. Uh, but you will never compel or force people to accept it. People have every right to determine for their own sake whether they find that agreeable or not. This is why we have uh, <clears throat> polite society, etiquette, standards of behavior, uh, whatever. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I think underneath there's this acceptance and there's this popularity and this is generally for people who have no value and they're going to look at us. I think a lot of you just want to do it to make everybody else cringe. And that's fine. Congratulations. Bravo. But you are not currying any favor with anyone in society. And I know the government pays for everything, but you, you need society more than you need the government. Cause the government, there's your check. All right. We'll keep you alive. But if you, if you care to interact with the rest of society, <clears throat> And and not have society just like leave you alone, like like I mean in terms of ostracization. I don't mean harass you. Shouldn't be harassed, but you're going to be ostracized from society. And maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't. Maybe good. We got him. Okay, good. But you know, I don't don't cry. Oh, where's the guys? Don't complain anymore. We like uh, we don't like loud annoying people either. <clears throat> I whoever put this together is a government worker because this is some real crap uh photoshop work. Uh there's no such thing as a body that is not beach ready according to a new campaign in Sta in Spain. Summer's ours the country's equality minister tweeted Wednesday alongside an image of five women of different ages and body types, one of whom has the mastectomy, mastectomy. 
Scar. Women should enjoy the season however, whenever, with whomever, without stereotypes or aesthetic violence. Aesthetic violence. Okay, you made that up. The campaign was launched in conjunction with the <clears throat> Instituto de las Mujeres, Institute of Women, a Spanish rights group, because women don't have rights in Spain. I I have a question. What what are the do you know what rights are? Rights are basically um the right to not have people do things to you. Like you you and somewhat they're idealistic. Like you have the right not to be attacked. You have the right to safety. If we can if if that can be affected is another issue, but you you should have the right to safety. <clears throat> you have the right to the freedom of speech. No one should oppress your freedom of speech. You have the right, I would say, economic rights, where you have the right to keep the majority of the fruits of your labor. You do not have the right to force people to have an opinion of you that is favorable. You do not have the right to get people to forcibly think people to think certain ways. You do not have that right. You do not have the right to not be judged. Right? Because now you're taking away from that person's right to judge. Uh, and you you can fight against it all you want, all you want. You're not undoing millions of years of human evolution and billions of years of organic revolution or evolution. I, I do I want to tell them? Should I tell them? Do I tell them? Do I bother? Aaron, are you no, don't. They're not gonna listen. You're right. They're not. But let's just make a final argument. If you want to follow this logic, you will have wasted your life. I know you don't need, I know, I know, I know. <clears throat> you will have wasted your life. You will have not found love. You will have not had a family. And that that's okay. You're perfectly happy without it. You will not be beautiful. You will not be unique. It came about as a response to the fat phobia, hate, and questioning of non-normative bodies. No, we don't question it. We're just like, you're gross. Particularly women's bodies that is more pronounced in the summer period groups that didn't release otherwise. See, it, <clears throat> it's one thing. Okay, I expect a, a feminist group to do this. That's fine. Let them, be, let them do their thing. The government's got to come out and do this. Okay. I'm sorry, Spanish men. I'm sorry, Spaniards. When women are told that if you're not thin, young, if you have stretch marks, it's is not valid. Our self-esteem is destroyed. No, it, it is valid. Well, one, it's true if these things are physically true and you're not physically attractive to men. Now, that doesn't mean you're not a good person. That doesn't mean you don't bring value to society in other ways, but men just aren't going to find you attractive. And some people are going to wretch, yes, wretch at the site. Uh, Self-esteem is destroyed. I Too bad, not my problem. And has direct impact on our health. Too bad, not my problem. It isn't. I, yeah, your obesity, the, you're, you're worried about health. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're worried about health. Our quality of life and possibility, possibility of being and exercising all of our rights. No, you, you don't. You, you have no rights being oppressed. None. None. All right. I'll, hey, <clears throat> you know what? I'll give you this. You stop trying to silence freedom of speech by getting people fired for advocating low taxes or whatever you find disagreeable. And will not say, my God, look at that fat, disgusting, ugly thing at Walmart. You let people keep their guns. You let people be able to speak their freedom of their mind, have actual free speech. And you don't go, like, go get them fired and report them to their employers. Employers, you, you respect their right to work. 
<clears throat> and be to their right to their freedom of speech and will respect your yeah, you can go ahead and dress however you want but just like you don't have to like what people are saying we don't have to like the way you look fat women suffer harassment on the streets or on the beaches no you don't they're censored and stigmatized no you're stigmatized you are not censored ba 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 okay good for that Here's another one. Uh, Bitcoin.com. This came from the New York Times. I'm not going to read the New York Times. Um, <clears throat> Krugman says he was wrong about inflation. Summer talks recession. Biden criticized our half-truths and fibs. I, I don't care who people say what. In the mid-June, red-hot inflation rate its ugly head in America once again, as indicated by the latest U.S. Since, uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. CPI report indicated inflation and rose to the fastest place in 40 years. Ba 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 ba. Paul Krugman says I was wrong about inflation. Larry Summers claims odds are probably. Um, where's Krugman? Inflation has jumped so high that the American economist and Nobel winner. I did not know he was the Nobel Prize winner in economics, and that should be proof to you, young people, that those Nobel prizes don't mean anything. The Clark Medal. The uh, whammies, the Grammys, the Slammies, the Bammies. Really, it means nothing. These these awards mean nothing. Uh, but <clears throat> article in the New York Times noting he was wrong about inflation. Krugman specifically talked about the American Rescue Plan, and he mentioned that some accounts warned it would lead to rising inflation. Krugman said that he, like many other Keynesian accounts, were more relaxed about the stimulus package. Well, you're Keynesians. Like, name one Keynesian package you haven't jizzed your jizz all over yet. As it turned off, it was a very bad call. Ba 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 ba. Look, guys. Just like the fem Los Instituto de Mujeres knows they're being disingenuous, Paul Krugman is completely disingenuous in all of his economic work. He knows. <laughs> he knows how economics works. He is lying to your face like Oprah. So the New York Times pays him his whatever hundreds of thousands of dollars. He gets the Nobel Prize. You're like, oh my God, he said what he wanted us, to, what we wanted to hear. And now all of a sudden inflation comes out. I, I guess, I guess, like, oh yeah, I screwed that one up. I'm an economist. I'm not right all the time. But you know, hey, don't worry. Tune in next week when I tell you what you want to hear again. And the New York Times where he writes an article or post or they wrote a post or an article about him, about Krugman being wrong about inflation. Do you see how worthless the news is right now? Guys, you cannot. Two things you can't listen to. There's two things. There's another article. But there's two things you can't listen to. You cannot listen to the news and you cannot listen to any studies, period or the social sciences, of which the news will write articles about. Aaron, how are you such a good economist and can predict things? I use my eyes, and I look at raw data. You can't, it really, it is logic, common sense, a bit of pessimism, data, and empiricism, and having the boldness to acknowledge what your eyes see in front of you. That is more important than reading the news, it's more important than studying the social sciences or running your studies, which end up two-thirds being flawed anyway. Guys, it's not that hard. It really isn't that hard. We printed off more money. We shut down the economy and produced less stuff. Krugman is shocked there's inflation. 
And there's two types of responses, like depending on the person. <clears throat> you're, if you believe in Krugman, your response should be, I probably shouldn't believe this guy anymore because that was a real a fifth grader could probably give. You explain how printing off money works. A fifth grader should get it. And you guys should kind of say, yeah, maybe we need a good liar in chief. Maybe we need a new economist to tell us really good lies and back up the debt, whatever. And then for those of you who never believed Krugman in the first place because you knew he was lying or you don't, don't believe these fat, oh yeah, women, fat women are censored and oppressed. You shouldn't even be reading this stuff or even getting your blood pressure up about it. There's no reason to read the news. No reason to get upset about it. Like that's the, <clears throat> the news has become such a joke. So freaking pointless. Completely worthless. All wrong. Just like your K through 13 education. I'm sorry, K through 12 education. All wrong. All wrong. It's all tabloids now. It's all clickbait. There's no reason to tune in. They're all lying. They know they're lying. At best, they're trying to get a rise out of you so you have clickbait. And there's advertising dollars. That's it. It's advertising dollars. <clears throat> At best, it's, it's guys like Krugman who are just trying to convince the old generation they grew up in using old school media. Like, oh, I was wrong. Whoa. I, I remember when if you watched CNBC or read the Wall Street Journal or whatever, you were intelligent. You were like, oh, they, they watched the new, they watched the shows. <clears throat> and then the housing crisis happened. I predicted and no one predicted it. And Wall Street Journal and the top financial people. And then you kind of saw it with the CNBC when I watched Squawk Box working as a security guard. And then later on that night, I'd go to a bar and I'd see the sports analysis. And then I'd see the newscasters analyze the news. I realized you guys all don't know what the hell you're talking about. And it is nothing more than entertainment to act like there's a science or a rhyme or a reason behind the news or politics or sports or economics or politics. And now let's just throw in, could we say, I guess, uh, sexual relations, uh, human pieces, humanity. Oh my God. Studies show fat when no studies show fat mean pissed off women who work at institutes of mujeres hate men, hate their lives, got nothing else going on or too fucking lazy to go get a real job and make some other life. So they're going to join the Institute de los Mujeres, Las Mujeres, and then come up with a bunch of bullshit. And then you're going to have some equally mindless child sitting at a department of equality tweet it out. No, 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 it's going to make the news. And you're going to publish purpose clickbaity, horrendously looking digitized women guys i don't know about you i got i got way more important stuff going on in my life to do this <clears throat> i got way more important stuff than to watch the people on cnbc tell me about crispy cream donuts did did you know donuts are not critical to the u.s or any other economy but that's they would pay half an hour a morning to Krispy Kreme donuts because Krispy Kreme knew what it was doing. Not running a donut company. Of course not. Of course not. But to raise money, they would give the people at CNBC Krispy Kreme donuts. Who do? Hey, uh, happy fun time blowjobs. Okay. How hard is it to market that? If I just gave everybody at CNBC, like beneath the table, guys are getting blowjobs. You think they're going to talk about happy, fun time blowjobs? 
Aaron Clary's taking his corporate his private corporation, Happy Funtime Blowjobs LLC public. Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, we can't. Let's start. Oh, the P. Well, he doesn't have any earnings. He's just got sales. Let's talk about price to sales then. He's looking to raise $84 billion. And he assures us no more than $82 billion will be paid to his salary. It'll just like, oh, dang, uh, it'll make no profit. Yeah. Super happy, fun time, blowjobs. Buy it. They didn't say that about Krispy Kremes, but that was the way they're telling you. Mm, the PE ratio. Oh, oh, we had a report come out about this. Come out. Oh, it's very small. Jim, I'm over at this place, what do you think? Oh, that, oh that's very serious. Oh, that's, I... <clears throat> Are you using a discounted cash flow model still? How cute. Oh, and then, and then I think where I'm like, oh, I see it now is when you watch the sports analysts, like you guys, that's it. The product isn't to sell. It's advertising. You guys are faking it. You all fake. It. You don't know anything. Paul Krugman, you don't know a damn thing about the economy. Well, no, you do. You damn well know everything about the economy, but you won't say it. <clears throat> uh. All you people on the news and now Anderson Cooper get, I swear to fucking God, swear to fucking God. If it's ever Negan time, I'm shaving your fucking head. I'll let you live. I, I'm shaving that fucking head. <clears throat> and all sports analysts. Yeah. Teacher time. They're going to join the teachers. I think I think the teachers who will be on the same boat as the, um, not influencers, what do they call them? <clears throat> the uh, K Street lobbyists. Teachers, lobbyists, and sports analysts will all be on that same boat cruise. I'm going to send you all on. So well, you're going to really enjoy that boat cruise. <clears throat> and it's just there's no reason nor and here um let, let's go to this other one this is the huffington post this this company has never made any money this is written by habiba ketchup um let, let me look her up you know if you guys were oh you're gonna major in journalism save the world i i love Back in the day, check them out. Sin Libsos, uh, the great one. Sinlibsos.com. CynicalLibertarianSociety.com. So uh, back when he lived in Fort Collins, he had a newspaper clipping. He'd get the local newspaper from the college at, uh, at Fort Collins. And he had them going back five, six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 years by this time. And so we're going through these articles and reading them. And of course, they're stupid. Here's here. You want to know what every <clears throat> collegiate newspaper article ever says? We need more of other people's money. Because we're lazy pieces of shit. There, that's every article ever written. Because reasons. There. Whatever those reasons are might be more colorful or varied. But that's it. We need more money because we're lazy pieces of shit because of reasons. And you know what? That's what every freshman, beginning, rookie, collegiate newspaper, author, journalism major says. 
And that's what every person like, what's his name? Noam Chomsky says, I don't care how highly elevated you're in academia or how lowly elevated. You're all a bunch of lazy pieces of shit who don't want to work. Period. End of discussion. So <clears throat> I'm like, well, these articles, Tina Tina said, talks about how, what do we want again? Other people's money because we're too lazy because of reasons. That was the article she wrote. I think because she wrote it, it was because vagina. It doesn't matter. It's just whatever. I say, well, this is like seven years old. Where is she now? And so we'd look them up. Oh, and and always, always, not 98% of the time, not 99% of the time, 100% of the time. You'd, you'd find them, you know, their little bio would be at the end of the article because they can't help but talking about themselves. Tina Tinison is a journalism major specializing in vagina oppression. Yeah, she could plan to graduate. 2009 so okay she graduated some time ago where's tina tinison now she'd have some like maybe 200 twitter followers her resume is listed with a bunch of freaking no-name websites half of which are defunct and what freelance journalists meaning poor and living off the government your dad or your husband or your boyfriend or somebody not you what is Tina Tinison writing about 10 years later? Why she needs other people's money because she's too lazy to work because of reasons. <clears throat> so I want to know who Habiba Katcha is because she's working for Huffington Post. Last I checked, they didn't pay. And what's the article about? Does it matter? It's not authentic. It's disingenuous. And you're gonna, we're going to go through why. Habiba Katcha. Here she is. Oh, this is Instagram. I don't know that um, that's not necessarily uh, that's not necessarily a, a what's it called a commercial thing. Okay, here. Okay, uh, Habiba Ketcha, Huffington Post. There's a profile. She's actually an attractive young lady. <clears throat> what do we got? Oh, fourteen thousand followers. Okay. This she might actually have some some track. Oh, she's bull. Oh, what what? Oh, still not as many as me. What is she writing about? Fear of being seen as white losers, white working class masculinities and killing Stefan Laura. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, influencing. Oh, tags are all Rihanna. Uh, percent. No, I don't want to see more. I don't. So here we go. My husband refuses to see a doctor about his low libido. Here's a picture of a frustrated woman. Guy, he's got to contend with himself. You already know it's it's uh, fiction because women would be celebrating a man with low libido. Am I right, girls? Am I right? That, that, yeah. I'm only partly kidding because it's partly true. You'd be okay with that. Get that thing away from me. <laughs> uh, men are more likely than women to avoid going to the doctor. And if you don't believe us, just look at the many studies that show the majority of guys who choose to endure an illness rather than seek help. Maybe we just don't have to go to the doctor all the time. So imagine the reluctance with the problem in question is to do with sex, a topic many already chose to keep behind closed door. This week's reader, Alice, shared her dilemma. Alice, is this E. Jean? 
Is this legit or is this made up? Alice. Okay, Alice. See, you guys know my requested asshole consulting are authentic because a lot of times they're boring. (laughs) It's not always, it's not saucy. We get some interesting ones every once in a while. But they're not, you know, oh, this one again, okay. My husband refuses to see a doctor about why he has a low libido, she said. How do I convince him I'm dying of lack of sex? Oh, you girls are fine. He says he's going and never goes. I offered to go with him. He just works his stressful jobs and puts his all into that job. We have no sex life at all. It's been a year. This is difficult as they've both acknowledged there's a problem, but Alice feels like her husband doesn't want to find a solution. So what should she do? Are you ready, guys? Are you ready? Are you ready? Now let's let's before we jump into the, the readiness, I know you're all ready. I wanna applaud the person who wrote this article. And Alice asking a very important question. What should she do? All right. Now that's not to say the husband doesn't have any responsibility or shouldn't take actions, but what I like about this is the acknowledgement of agency. See. She said, well, we only control our own actions. It's a very wise, very stoic, very intelligent, mature, and above all, productive approach to solving all your problems. Well, what can I do? What should I do? Me. It's up to me. Now, I can maybe enlist my husband in on this, but what can I do? Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That was JFK, not Mayor Joe Diamond Quimby. All right. So here we go. we're going to find some, what can she do? This isn't a case of you versus your husband. Rather, this is something you can be a team in and think about how you could solve this problem together. Counseling director, member, and therapist, Seho Ban, but not kidding. That's her name, but <clears throat> tells Alice. She's a therapist, doctorate, probably has the answer. Sex is as important to relationship as eggs and flour are to a cake. It doesn't just involve what happens in the bedroom. It's how we listen to each other, how we respond to each other's bid for affection, how we nurture the relationship and have fun with each other. Mm-hmm. Equally, but ask Alice what sex means to her, pointing out that sex doesn't have to include penetration. All right. What else would bring you sexual pleasure that you and your husband could do together, she asks. Subtopic, what are some reasons we might experience low libido? Yes! Let's get to the root cause of this problem, shall we? <clears throat> the reader has mentioned her husband having a stressful job, and Butt says this is something to pay attention to. I wonder how is your husband working through the stress, and what does he need from you to help him, she asked. What does he need indeed? She goes on to explain that great communication leads to great sex. You all know, See, I have a smart audience. You guys know what's going to be missing from this. Because this can lead to greater intimacy in the bedroom. Another way to think of intimacy is to is into me see. It is no wonder you therapists don't cure a damn person in this country. Not a, it's it's not a surprise. Not a surprise. Not a single one of you know what the speaking of frauds who don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> Another way of to think of intimacy is into me see. <laughs> That pun would kill my strongest boner. When our partner sees us and we trust they are there for us, we are able to experience greater sexual pleasure. Okay. In other words, Bud encourages anyone facing this dilemma to be there for their partner before critiquing them. Yes, nagging would not help. Anyone Anyone else want to guess what, what, what might be on our list? 
Our imagination is probably the greatest sexual tool we have. We have the ability to turn ourselves on and turn ourselves off, she adds. If we are thinking about the work projects, the chores, or feeling self-conscious about our bodies, this is going to hold our back, our enjoyment from sex. I'll go with that. How can the reader communicate? Wait, wait, that's it? We we settled on one thing? It was just the communication? That was it? <clears throat> Think there might be more things? Diet? Like eat the right foods? Have a couple cocktails? Are we just settling on the communications? We've already diagnosed this is a communication issue. Okay. Well, she has a doc. Dr. Seoban has a doctorate. She's a counselor and they have a brilliant track record. That's why everyone in America is so mentally stable right now. <clears throat> but wants Alice to remember that we can never change someone else and that she won't be able to force her husband to go to the doctor for therapy. But she can change how she discusses this with him. Oh, yes, discusses. This sounds like a really important issue for you, especially as you saying you are dying from lack of sex, she says. I wonder if this is a way of you conveying how desperately you would like your needs to be met. How do you ask for your needs to be met in other areas of your relationship? Does this meet a different response? See, gentlemen and ladies, if you care, which you don't. This is why therapists and teachers and guidance counselors and the left in general never help anyone, especially in this particular case, uh, a young lady, a woman, all right, but certainly minorities as well in this case. <clears throat> they spare your feelings and never tell you the damn truth. What was this gobbledygook I just read? It is so amorphous, so intangible. It's like, okay, so just talk dirty to him? And I got to think about this stupid pun while I'm trying to get an erection? This is this is not going to work. But you know what? It made you feel good, didn't it? And she, she got paid. God almighty, this woman gets paid how much money to be a therapist? I hear you want to support him by saying you will go to the doctor with, with him. But I wonder if for him he's hearing something else. Have you thought about explaining using lots of I statements about the importance of sex to you and how you feel about it? And be open to hear from him what he needs also. And it ends there. Ladies, just talk using the word I more. Talk about yourselves more. Once again, a worthless article. Those of you who read it having hope you're going to get your husband or boyfriend to want to bang you again, it's not going to work. You're just going to waste more time, maybe even more frustrated than you were before. And for those of you that saw through it, I'm probably a little bit frustrated that I hypocritically am where I'm like, I know why this was written. <clears throat> and I know the way or the reason why it was written the way it was written. Anybody want to get, let's go to the, let's go to the chat room. Hang on. Anybody want to guess why Alice's husband has low libido? Let's go to the comments. I'll go through some super chats. So you'll catch up on the super chats. We'll see if any of you guys come up with something aside from lack of communication. Dino side, 10 generous dollars. Greetings from the pop side of the manosphere. Oh, you're over with pop. Good old pop. Your video the other day that hit on stoicism and responsible hedonism made a lot of things in 
thinking me click. Thanks, Cappy Wayne. If you want to be intellectually stimulated, go watch. Uh, <clears throat> what was the video? Life without other people, or something like that. That's more. That's more stimulating and ultimately productive than anything you're going to see in the Huffington Post, or written by Habitha. I don't know. Maybe Habitha has some actual practical, deep philosophical economic pieces. We just need to have more communication. Thanks, Habitha. Holy cow. Never heard that before. Wholesome, DJ. Oh, you wholesome now? DJ, after uh, sports analysts, teachers, lobbyists, and dude bro business majors from the big C, man, all hanging out on the USS Clary Sports Bar going to oblivion. I would, I would have a nice, really nice. I'd rent one of those fancy cruising ships. And I'd have girls with bikinis and I'd say free communism to get the teachers aboard and lobbyists. I'd say free drinks and, and little boy hookers. And they'd be excited about that because they're lobbyists. We might have to beat away some politicians, but if the politicians want to come on and the sports analysts, I'd, I'd say loud jackets, <clears throat> stupid audience wants to hear your stupid speculation about stupid things. And they all go on that ship, and now who knows what went happened? It went off the radar. I don't know where it is. Just what happened? I don't know. It looks like looks like we're short some teachers and lobbyists. I guess everyone's going to have to go and teach themselves with the internet. And oh no, Congress will have to like kind of focus on the people instead of uh, special interests. What are we going to do without the business majors? I don't know. Maybe pass on all the savings to our customers instead of paying a bunch of bloated middle management salaries. Fight inflation. I don't know. What would happen? All aboard the USS Cappy. Welcome aboard. How you doing? I just pushed the boat off the deck. It'd be set on autopilot. There is no captain. I don't want to happen to him. Something. They must be having, they haven't come back. They must be having a great time. They've been gone for 50 years. Must be having a grand old time. They must have found a new, they must have found their utopia. They formed their own colony with all their socialism and sports analysts and free jobs and no food. Don't worry, the business majors, they're good leaders, good leaders. They played sports ball in college. They're good leaders. Uh, Dung is fun. Two bucks. We are all going to we're all going to die, y'all. You're gonna die. Sam Sailor, two bucks. Misa think gonna be in big trouble. Misa think gonna be in big trouble. Uh, okay, <clears throat> let's go through. It's very charitable of you guys to offer your your advice for Alice. Let's see. Let's see what we have for Alice. Uh, is she fat? Uh, this chick is nuts. Ba, ba, ba. Why is Chad in the chat? Chad, get out of my chat room. For God's sake. Oh, we got the other Marcus Brown. <clears throat> fat. She's fat. She fat because she's fat as hell. Fat. Fat. She didn't keep herself in shape. She must be fat and sticky. Lazy. She doesn't take care of herself. Stinky. Oh, stinky. Not sticky. She's too thick. Re. We need a war on obesity. Her fat rolls. Rolls housed mold. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? She's probably a fat, nasty pile of disgustedness. He doesn't want to give up his superpower. Uh, thick is fine. Morbidly uh, and amorphously obese is not. No fupa. 
Fucking bloated middle management woman going on. And now, all right, so we moved on. Yes. Look, if you go through the author's profile, she writes to a female audience, which means you you absolutely, you cannot tell women the truth. You just cannot tell them the truth. All right. You won't make money that way. Off the post, obviously a leftist thing. And I, I am, everyone, you, you see, are women really lying to themselves that much? They can't. No, they can't be. They can't be. I run into women all the time. They seem normal. You know, I know an accountant. I know an engineer. I know this. I know that. But then you see it. And, and you, you see like what media they're consuming. It's like, wow, they really, they really want to believe it's communication. And they're willing to not only believe the lie, but let's say you follow Dr. CEO Ban's advice, right? Wouldn't you just be wasting money, time, and therefore being more frustrated and pissed off? I, classic, classic. The law of Aaron Clare. How many laws of Aaron Clare we got? <clears throat> the law of Cappy. This is the law, the cardinal law of Cappy. Women love food more than sex. I guess you could substitute men in there. Do all women know we don't do that? Go talk to, go talk, take philosophy, logic 101 or philosophy 101, debate 101. No, not all, but most. Look at that. She's married. She really wants to have sex. Lose weight. Wait a minute. I don't want to have sex that much. Well, then be miserable. But I, I want to have sex. Well, then lose weight. I don't about. I, I, I want to, then I'd be miserable. But I want to have sex. And after a while, you're just like, enjoy your hell, ladies. Enjoy your fucking hell. And all of you who watch the news and get riled up about it, when it's obviously bullshit and lies and propaganda, it's not news. Or those of you who are dumb enough to believe it, like, oh, yeah, Paul Krugman just forgot to carry a one. He's still good. We still need to print off more money. That'll solve inflation. Enjoy your fucking hell. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> You don't need to take in the news because it's all bad. Garbage in, garbage out. You have the world's greatest financial model, but if you put in the wrong data, it's all wrong. And that's all the news is. There is not one single ounce of truth, let alone authenticity or intellectual honesty in these things. Oh, I believe Alice ain't getting laid, but I'm not going to believe for a second. It's talk of communication and this ain't clickbait. I've had, thankfully, some company over. It's been nice not, not worrying about it. You guys may have noticed I'm a little bit rare on the podcast. It's nice. I unplugged. Joker unplugged a little bit ago. He took some time off. And of course, he had to move and he had to deal with his dad passing away and all that. <clears throat> I just would stop watching the news. I mean, let's Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, conservative or libertarian or, or, or a parasite, that'd be a leftist because <laughs> it's true. I'm not a parasite. Do you advocate taking other people's money? Yeah, but, but, but no, kicked in. <laughs> But according to this study put out by the She Glamrock Girl Education School of, of stuff, that's not really parasitism because we changed the definition of it. Fine, I don't care what you do, man. Enjoy your living hell. <clears throat> just stop watching the news. And if you need to figure out what's going on, just think about it logically. Does this make sense? It doesn't. Who's lying to me? Why are they lying to me? They probably want my money. They do want your money. It wasn't hard to figure out these things. It really isn't. You just got to use your own eyes, 
know that everyone else is lying to you and they're lying to themselves likely too. I mean, what, you think Alice looks in the mirror and doesn't know? She knows. Which has got to be really, that's really got to F with you, man. That's really got to F with you. You are so afraid of the fucking gym or send down the fucking food. You're going to give up on sex. And you want it. Like, this is one of the girls that wants sex. <clears throat> Which, trying to finalize a little bit of studying here, but you never know with studies, you know. So, you know, don't, don't quote me terribly on it. 70% of women want sex. 70% of women do enjoy sex. Well, obviously with the right guy. That's a big, big qualifier. But I found out it's looking like on the low end, 14% of women don't like sex. That's still more than one in eight. Uh, and some, one was high as 40. I don't believe So it's looking around 30. Shy of a third of women don't like sex. That's a pretty big number. This is one of the 70% I estimate that does like sex but doesn't like sex enough to diet and exercise. I mean, let's, you know, <clears throat> I like chocolate ice cream, but not enough to donate a kidney, I guess, which almost seems to, I, I wonder, I wonder how many, well, maybe, maybe uh, diabetes rates might in indicate this. How many women, how many men would rather give up a kidney than diet and exercise? But I guess you see that, Choice made in, in diabetes. How many, I'd like a doctor. If we got any doctors. How many of you doctors out there have told someone you need to lose weight for health reasons? And what percent of them go on to become full-blown diabetics and then need amputation? Or, no, just the I, diabetics. They don't need the amputation. I don't need to know. I, I just want to know how many of them go on to develop diabetes. Like what percentage of them? Where they obviously love Laziness, sloth, and food more than they do their own damn lives. Man, you love food more than life, huh? I would think sex was part of life. I would think falling in love was part of life, but not for 30% of you. And you men, well, no. That's an express stated interest in not liking sex. They just don't like it, which, okay. I get, and 5% and of men don't like sex either. There's a certain percentage of men just don't like it. <clears throat> but when it comes down to what percentage of you value laziness, sloth, and misery more than you do life, that's 70% of you because 70% of you are overweight. Just come to Sturgis. Look at all the fat people on wheels. <sighs> and so it's not a real article. It's the Huffington Post. Other comments? They, they put the comments. Life reporter. This gal, she's cute. I'm not much into black gals. She grew her hair out. She shaved it because, of course. Uh, no, no, I don't. Oh, Twitter wants me to follow. Oh, I got to sign up to see more. No, I don't care that much. There's no comments. Is the Washington Post even a thing? Is it a thing? It's a, it's not a thing. All right, let's go here. Alex Patino, truck driving Latino agent in the field. Reasons for low sex drive, huge round and rotund with attitude and crazy. Following Pop's advice, didn't, don't stick your dick in crazy winning. Yep. Oh, you got a nice family, Alex. Can you guys believe Alex has a loving wife with some nice kids? 
and they live off of one income and the mother raises the, can you believe that? He must've come from, right, Alex, you came from wealth, right? <laughs> you, you're a tangentially related to the Dayton corporation. <laughs> uh, dung is fun. Two bucks. Maybe she's trying to get a baby from him. Well, uh, what he smells that? No, no, look, Be hot. How do we solve the inflation? Actually, retract the money supply and increase interest rates and increase the reserve requirement ratio. How do we increase production? Work more. Make people starve. Don't cut off welfare. Make them go work more. How do you, I don't know. How do you lose weight? Eat less, work out more. I, these, these are not hard solutions. It's not the same thing that she wants to get Pragers. He's like, whoa, not today. Did you know, Matt, two Canadian bucks, they charge the mean, they change the meaning of recession. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm totally sympathetic in the fact that, yeah, unemployment is low. And maybe that should be a, a footnote that it is particular recession, unemployment is low, but that's because your labor force participation rate is super low, which I would say is an even worse sign of recession because you're not producing anything. Seneca Cheek, five bucks. Uh, the Rapid Creek rope swing open in September. I'm trying to decide if it should vacation in South Dakota, Florida in a month or so. Um, yeah, it's open year round, but September might be a little chilly. Like if you go early September, it'll be all right. Um, but yeah, the swing's there. I mean, if, if you want to be a moron, you can swing out there in January. I wouldn't. Uh, but it's there. Dung is fun. I don't have to be here to do it either. Uh, Dung is fun. Two bucks. Who would you pod? Would you do a podcast with Joker? I did. Uh, me him. I think me him. Pop and Turd Flinging Monkey all did one about alternative platforms. It was pretty good. Uh, Eric's Berms Marsh. Two bucks. But Krugman says the economy needs parasites. <laughs> Listen, use your eyes. We need more cancer. We need more leeches. We need big is beautiful. Any degree is a good degree. Any other lies the Democrats have told you? I always got the, well, if we print off more money, it'll cause a, a multiplier effect. These are these projects are an investment. If we give them money, they'll spend it more. I'm like, that money could have been like not printed off. And then you would have had people borrowing money, providing profits to lenders and savers. And probably you get an extra level of product or even... If you wanted, like, let's say you print off the money and you give it to an entrepreneur, you'd have something at the end of that. You'd have a, a a business or something. You'd have production. That money just gave it to them. They got nothing in return for for no. There was no labor exchanged, and they went and they bought things. And then then okay, you got consumption spending, which caused demand on the other side. But you lost an entire cycle of efficiency of purchasing power in printing off that money that could have gone to. Do some productive. Oh. I'm all caught up. Um, let me go clean up through the things. <clears throat> the vertex.io. Uh, hey, Cap, my name is Dan Kennedy. I'm one of those Silicon Valley nerds you love so much. I caught your stream last about making MP3 downloads for your videos. Super easy, so I made it for you. Um, the vertex.io slash vertex slash asshole dot cons uh, dash consulting. 
Um, so keep an eye on the vertex.io. It's kind of this, um, remember when you used to have RSS feeds and then they just stopped stop supporting them because they're working too good? The vertex.io allows you to consolidate all the different content creators' creations in one spot. And now he's allowing for you to save as an MP3. So if you're kind of more the MP3 type, you don't want to sign up for my SoundCloud or wait for SoundCloud. Because let's just admit, SoundCloud and all these other podcast uh, hosting sites, now they're making, oh, got to log in with Facebook to download the MP3. And it's just it's just a pain in the ass. Um, This is where you could get the MP3. This is where you can find, this would be a hub to go where you can find people like me and TFM and Joker, anyone else who's been kicked off or is at risk of being too risque. So there you go. The vertex.io article. Oh, hang on. Uh, body positive TikToker from Yahoo News. Okay, it's more trash talk here. TikToker claps back at followers who say her fit husband isn't compatible with a fat woman. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Guys, it's an act. It's just an act. This has got to be an act. There's no way he's banging this girl. <clears throat> um, popular TikTok creator preaches self-love. Okay, self-love is just for people who are worthless, don't want to produce anything of value for others, therefore, to love them. And so self-love is a very repetitive um, philosophy, not solely within feminist circles, but people who don't want to work for a living. <clears throat> is schooling followers on fat phobia after a video of her and her husband went viral for the wrong reasons. Alicia McCarville has 5.5 million followers on TikTok alone where she posts body positive content. Blah, blah, blah. Look, see how e- Operation Evil right there. Yeah, guys, be fat. Now give me the give me the clicks. Uh, in June, a transition video showing the pair in towels after shower and later dressed at a formal event went viral, massing 42.2 million views. And although some g- videos strike gold on the app's algorithm, Alicia pointed out just why she thought it gained so much attention. <clears throat> yeah, her husband's jacked. There's no doubt about it. I believe it went viral because in contrast in my husband's and I's body sizes. Conversation to comment section was about how my husband and I's bodies are worth and me being fat it isn't this is how it's written guys it isn't the first time such comparisons made made for the couple yeah he's he's jacked he's good looking but i think it's shtick i think it's shtick now there you go be fat be fat be fat um it's from aaron uh no to aaron from you want to remain anonymous? I'll keep you anonymous. <clears throat> uh, too long, didn't read. Thanks for your work. Now the extended version. This is not a request of any short, a sort, but just an email to cheer you up. You may use it as an example for your millennials and any other young Americans who decide to major in dumb crap, get fat, stupid, and unbearable. I just turned 37. I live in Poland where I was born. For some reason, I decided to quit college after the first semester. I think I knew I wanted to learn practical skills instead of just theory. Years later, I'm in a very good financial state. No student loan. Although higher education in Poland is rather affordable without student loans, quite a bit of savings in my own piece of land. On this land, I'm currently building my house. By I'm building, I mean I'm building it, not I'm having it built. Good man. 
I did steel rebars and concrete job for the foundation slab. I put together all the systems like underflooring, heatings, electrics, hot and cold water systems. I did the masonry walls, roof construction, exterior insulation, and render. What's render? I laid the roof tiles for the first time in my life by myself and installed the gutters. Now I'm going to install the porcelain tiles in the bathroom and on the floors and also install a heat pump. Yeah, but you're not an investment banker. You know, if you were a surgeon, that'd be better. But I, I don't know what you're doing. You're just building a house. That's boring. Do they have valley girls in Poland or whatever the equivalent is? <clears throat> uh, heat pump for some. Also building a finished sauna. So it taxes you a lot. Uh, in it, did I mention I also designed my house by myself? Mortgage-free, by the way. When needed, I changed the oil filters in my car, used to do brake jobs and other things in my previous cars. Now I don't have to, as I recently invested in a newer car, which is much better shape than the ones I used to have. It's still 14-year-old, but it's a well-maintained Honda. Yeah, you're still going to do the basic maintenance. It also got installed an LPG system, liquefied gas, in which it saves me some six cents per mile. Fuel prices went higher recently, but LPG stayed near the same. I predicted the purchase of this car will be paid fuel savings in four to five years. I believe I would cut a perfect size tomato slice if I was to work at a kitchen again, and I never leave pieces of wood in an engine bay. I'm quite good looking, tall and overweight, and overall very, very healthy. Not chasing the girls anymore, but not hating them either. Prior to starting to my house construction, I spent nearly three months attending to Latino dance class or Latin. You just say Latin dance classes. And enjoying it because sometimes um, it's a lot of Spanish dances um, and some, um, not Italian, maybe Italian too. I get along with mentally healthy people very well. Women who have no eggs anymore are a waste of time in my life, so I'm trying to avoid them. They're either very bitter, argumentative, or covertly hating men. I really enjoyed Curse of the High Q, and I might get the menu as soon as I get more free time. Generally, I'm working on my house from 11 to 14 hours a day, six, seven days a week. But when it's ready, I'll slow down just a little bit. Yeah, but you got no mortgage. I mean, there, there's, there's, you're making a ton of money is basically it. The outlook for my future is very good. I'm going to get financially safe for my retirement. Stoicism does the job for me. I don't get angry anymore. I'm happier than I used to be. So again, if you want to use the above example of your lazy, dumb, young Americans, that one can have a decent and happy life, even in place like the Polish countryside. Take care, Alan. Here's the problem, Alan. You said 11 to 14 hours of work per day, six to seven days a week, but that's hard. Isn't there a way for the house to be built without putting the work in? That's what American people want. I would, I'd be waking up at 6 a.m. and I'd be working till 11 for the longest time. And that was a house that was built for me. And I was still doing all the fixings and the trimmings and everything. But yes, build your own house. If you can, please build your own house. Learn to build your own house. Go help people build a house and then build your own house. And then you just saved yourself at minimum a quarter million dollars, at least here in the United States. <clears throat> uh, so thank you very much. Let's move back to the notepad. Come on, computer. There you go. Uh, I'm watching your video. This is from um, no name so far. I'm watching your video and you are spot on. This is about the trains and supply chains. I audit rail freight. I think this is in response to a video where some guy was talking about what would happen if the train stopped running. And the young people said, well, just run it by truck. Of course, millennials who don't know it. Oh, that was Gen Zers. They didn't know anything. 
I see where all these trains go across the U.S. and into Canada and Mexico. We audit stuff like oils, wheat, rice, sugar, ethanol, soybeans, cornstarch, animal feed, lumber, fracking, sand, fertilizer, and chemicals. Regular deliveries of food and energy-related commodities constantly go to processing plants to become things at your grocery store shelves to feed the cattle that become your beef or are involved in the production of gasoline. This stuff doesn't go a 1,000 miles by truck, and it almost literally can't. Trains of 115 cars full of wheat going every day from Iowa to a food processing plant on the East Coast or to California is going to be replaced anytime soon by trucks. The railroad supply train is extremely critical, and its breakdown would result in more than just extremely high prices. It will result in catastrophic shortages of the basics. So there you guys go. Go work. Go work in the railroad. There was a job, $80,000 a year. But Aaron, it's hard. Enjoy sucking. Enjoy sucking. Enjoy a miserable life. You know what's harder? Being poor. Living at home with loud, abusive parents. Going to school for a dumb degree and being $100,000 in debt. Being fat. Being a Democrat. Just in general, being a Democrat is harder than working at the railroad. Go work at the railroad. Back in April, the Surface Transportation Board, which is the federal government agency charged of regulating our railroads, held an emergency hearing on this looming problem, which became apparent after the COVID lockdowns when a bunch of rail employees who had temporarily furloughed decided they didn't want to come back. Oh, no, do be dabby. She, I don't know, maybe we should pay them more or not require the COVID shots. I wonder if diversity and inclusion training really helps the situation. Uh, rail employees furloughed the side of the shippers, which are the ones producing the products and who pay the railroads to move them, complained to the STB, the transportation board, that the class one railroads were not providing good service. Each of the class six class one railroads came in to address the issue, which amounted to the STB asking them why they aren't doing their job. <clears throat> The thing was painful to watch. You can imagine bureaucrats dressing down the railroads. At one point, one of them asked one of the railroads, why on earth didn't they have excess capacity in the first place to anticipate something like the pandemic? First, what keep what company keeps lots of idle employees on payroll as excess capacity? And second, who the hell anticipated the pandemic? Well, it is. Those are politicians. National economic suicide over a flu bug? Never in the history of man have we done that. The outcome of that hearing was basically the STB declared we have a crisis and resolved to trying to think about what to do about it. There we go. We'll hold another meeting. To be fair, it's a lot more than just furloughed employees. There are other issues going on, and some of it is the fault of the railroad. Then there's the unions. The railroads were asked why they won't just offer these workers a lot more money so they come back. The answer was we can't just unilaterally offer more money. It's negotiated with unions, and there's a process to go through. So that was back in April. Apparently, it took until whenever you posted the video about BNSF job offers before management, and then you could agree on what salary to offer new hires. Soon the union's not going to have a job. You got, look, you guys have done a real good job of destroying employers or driving them away. You can't be abusive to your wife and expect her to stick around. You can't be abusive to your employers and expect them to stick around. I also understand your employers can't be abusive to you. I, I understand that. Uh, but could you go a little faster? I don't mean work, but you, could you get this process done? You're in a pretty good position. Like You're going to pay us more and you're going to have safety. And I, I don't know if, you know, Thaddeus with his MBA white collar dude bro management at the railroads bra, but maybe you ought to make sure it's safe. Maybe you ought to not waste a lot of time recruiting at low wages where people just leave anyway. 
I don't know, maybe get rid of the diversity and inclusion training, focus on safety. Hey, we need jackets and heating thermal jackets. Maybe you get them those. Or do you want to keep arguing for months at a time, losing probably what amounts to billions of dollars in lost efficiency? I don't know. What seems to have happened is the railroad workers went home for COVID and end up finding work over the computer from home and decide they like that better than 19 hours a day doing dangerous switchyard work in the heat or the cold. <clears throat> Too much overtime demands due to shortage of people. And by people, I mean men. Yes. At any time, ladies, you could join. Hey, ladies, you want to close the wage gap? Oh, but that'd be hard. I should call this, that would be hard episode. Oh, I'm sorry. It would be hard. Why don't you just keep bitching and whining about not making as much as men then? Yeah, that'll solve the problem. Yeah. <sighs> keep majoring the liberal arts, ladies. Yeah, you'll, that'll close it. So what few remain are hammered with required overtime by the railroads who are not being pressured by the STB or being pressured by the shippers and who worse it gets, the more of them will quit sending everything into a death spiral. I wonder if our public schools could train kids to work on the railroads or, hey, railroads, do you think maybe you could start a training program for 14 year old boys so that by the time they're 18, they're ready to go work on the railroad or maybe at 16, they could do part time work on the railroad. Have you thought about training programs? You know, get in there early so these kids don't have to go to school to make 80000 a year. They're not doing anything at school anyway. You know that. Uh, hey, no judgment for me. I work remotely from my air-conditioned home. The solution to this will be to will need to be an extremely high salary offer. You also have to, not, this is why I mentioned 14-year-old boys. For any 14-year-old boy, maybe I should make this a, a thing for all 14-year-old boys. I, you know what? That's going to make a, that would be a good, um, hang on. The reason I say 14-year-old boys is these problems are not going to be solved by people today now who can work. These people need to be trained. We're talking at least a year up before they become proficient. <clears throat> and we have largely through the public school systems, including college, but teachers and media and Democrats as well. You've raised a bunch of entitled people who have no work ethic. They're, they're truly useless. They're not capable of producing anything. Not only because they have no skills, but even if you were to give them skills, they don't have a work ethic. They don't show up on time. They're entitled. They're completely worthless to the economy. I'd say to everything, every way, but you know, you, you guys believe in personalities or something. Um, <clears throat> so the only people that are going to save us are people in the future who are not adults now which is going to be your 14-year-old boys. I, I throw girls in there because why not help the girls get a real job too? Not necessarily railroad work, though. If they wanted to join in, they could do it. Sure, why not? But uh, hey, girls, we're going to need some accountants. There's a shortage there. Because I'll tell you this, Gen Z and the millennials and certainly Gen X and the boomers, obvious, no, no generation now today in command or in the labor force is going to save this country. Not a single one of you. There's not a high enough percentage of us that actually work, let alone give a damn. Gen X is like... <laughs> I could, but F you. And I got mine, and goodbye. Oh, that's too bad you don't have electricity. 
I do. Oh, come and take my electricity. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop. So to get ahead, I, I'm kind of use kind of use the uh, the uh, Hoover Dam, the Lake Mead issue. Like that's not being saved by people in charge today. It's not. It's not. That's gonna be solved by people of tomorrow. <clears throat> and if we like it solved tomorrow as soon as possible, we need to start talking to 14 year old boys now. Maybe the girls in the engineering girls could do engineering too. You girls could do that. And we need to set up a team. Like, except Aqua Team Hunter Force, it'd be STEM Team Hardworking Kid Force. We're like, all right. So by the time you're 18 out, 18 years old, we got a million or so. Maybe a, how many people graduate a year? Is it a million high school graduates a year? Whatever it is, I like I like half a million tradesmen and women and engineers who could do this, and they're ready to work. Starting maybe even at 16, 16 to 18, go. Like how Stalin wouldn't even paint the T-34 tanks in World War II. He's like, get them to the front. Go. They're going to get shot up anyway. Get them to the front. Well, they might rust. There ain't going to be no rust. Get them to the front. That's what we got to do. We got to get these things off the assembly line and get a generation of young kids who can actually do the job and have the work ethic, and we need to pay them. That's what President Cappy would do. But then the teachers would be, but, 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 but shut up. You're not part of the solution. New tech schools, new industrial schools going up. No diversity, no, no, no English composition. You need math and we need you to teach. Here's some tools. We need to get arm strength up, grip strength. And the Zoomers would be sitting there over at their coffee. So what are they doing? I don't know. I'm going to get my master's, finish my master's degree in literature. Why is there no lights? I can't read my book. It's Trump's fault. <clears throat> Which, of course, means freight rate increases, which means increase in price of everything you buy. And that's on top of the fuel fuel charges, which are already being factored in. Look, you don't produce enough workers or, or workers. You're going to have less stuff. And when you have less stuff, prices go up. I'm, I got a copy of the letter sent to Biden requesting appointment of a presidential, presidential emergency board. These shippers are petroleum, grain, chemical and fertilizer producers. They literally make everything for our survival. They're scrambling for help. <clears throat> uh, it's just that. How do I say this? Biden, whoever the F is pulling the strings, is no doubt going to F up everything even more. Uh, let me. Chemical producers. Hang on. Let me look up some. Largest chemical producer, U.S. Dow. Follow me on the Cappy. What are you doing? Dow. Dow.com. Oh, look. Here you are. Right up top. ESG. <clears throat> Customer support. Yep, you got nothing but minorities on your career page. And I, I can I just assume Dow Corporation, you make everyone take uh, mandatory diversity and inclusion training? Among other types of political indoctrination. Am I, can I assume that? Huh. 
wonder if maybe you should take some of that money, lay off all those people, lay off all the money you're putting into ESG, lay off all the money you're putting into diversity and inclusion training, fire all your HR people and take that money, start putting together some engineer, uh, railroad engineer scholarships. Or maybe try and get more kids into the trades, huh? Mate, you think that'll solve it? Oh, oh, you mean you were part of the problem? Blowing leftist dick. Oh my God, diversity and inclusion and traits. Traits is so in. We held the, oh, we like and ESG and environmentalism. Wait, how come the railroads aren't working? I want to know this. Here's what I want to know. <clears throat> and I'll never find this out. For all the Dow chemical corporate executives, your, your, your top, not even senior man. I want to know your top manager. We could throw your senior management in there too. Why not? How many of you sent your kids to trade school? How many of you sent your kids? How many of your kids could actually go work at the railroads right now? Or how many of you sent them to fucking Middlebury to learn jack fuck all shit in the liberal arts and the social sciences? Because nothing too good for that little prison. Oops. I guess. Are you going to spend more money on scholarship nows for young men to go and become tradesmen and engineers and, and, and metallurgists and welders? Are we going to spend, what is it, 30 times the amount of money on girls to, okay, wait, are we going to spend the 30 times the scholarship to get women <clears throat> to be engineers and tradesmen or tradeswomen to solve, oh no, we're going to give them money to they can do whatever they want, foul heart money will foul. Oh, good. Oh, good. That'll just make this railroad problem go away then. Mark my words, America, you are in a world for fucking, a world of fucking hurt. And for a world of fucking hurt for ignoring your men, ignoring the trades, ignoring the real jobs out there. You're just in for a world of fucking, it's already here. It's already here with higher prices. It's all right, Cappy got his. Oh, you would like me to fix that? Oh, well, what, what, what's in it for me? But you should, no. No. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if pretty girls would prompt men. I wonder if pretty girls who said, I like men who work hard and work on the railroad and are stable, and I would reward them with love and sex. I wonder if that might solve the problem. Nah. You need to make women bitchy and sassy. And mm -mm, you go like this. You need the I love her to death. Even though she she's the complete op ideological opposite of it, um, fem sapien. She has her Puerto Rican head bobble. <laughs> I say, why? She, why? Oh, she's Puerto Rican. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you very much. Put that in the archive. Um. Kevin, he writes about the Stark Stoicism, the Dark Stoicism podcast episode. That was a good one. I have one in regards to Sonic. You'll enjoy this. So my monthly commercial winding cleaning route, I get hungry. Uh, let me know if you want me to promote your, your I didn't want to identify you so you'd lose clients. Well, one day I stopped at a Sonic on my way to a job. All I wanted is a goddamn, all I wanted in this goddamn country was a fucking hamburger. <clears throat> one would assume Sonic accepts legal tender for payment. I placed my order for the basic burger, burger no fries, no drink. Total comes to a bit over five bucks. I hand the girl a $20 bill. She says she can't make change. It gets better. She then gives me this option. She offers to give me like four and change with a straight face too. 
Why the fuck would anybody accept this offer? I told her, give me my money back, and I drove off. It's a complete shit show out there. Fuck these people. Kevin, I'll keep you anonymous. Kevin, if you want, I can go ahead and promote your, your uh, window washing. Though I don't. You know what? That goes into the book. That's a funny story about Sonic fucking up the works. Um, do I want to go over this? Yeah, let's go over this. Then we'll be done with all the, all the, um, all the fan mail or anything. The New Yorker. Oh, I remember this again. It's, it's enragement porn. Now the New Yorker at one time fancied itself. Well, it still does fancy itself as a higher the brow, you know, Oh, this is finer writing and it's just clickbait like everything else. Uh, <clears throat> the aging student debtors of America, an era of declining wages and rising debt. Americans are not aging out of their student loans. They are aging into them. Uh, on a warm October evening in 1932, Franklin Delano Roosevelt stood in a baseball field in Pittsburgh delivering. Yes, it's going to be one of these articles. Impassioned, speed, impassioned speech about passions and probable subject, the federal budget. Somewhere, sometime in this campaign, I have got to talk dollars and cents. It's a terrible thing to ask you people to listen for 45 minutes to the story of the federal budget. But I'm going to ask you to do it, he told the crowd. In the, it, that's fair. That's good. That's what more politicians got to do. Now, Democrats, you just print off more money, right? All right. Actually, it was Trump that printed off more money. In the back of the park, a two-year-old black girl named Betty Ann sat on the shoulders of her father, Robert, as he strained to point out the man he was sure would become president. Robert was a dyed-in-the-wool wool Republican. That's because the Republicans fought a civil war to free the slaves. His grandfather was a slave man for Virginia and had been emancipated by President Abraham Lincoln. Still, he felt compelled by FDR's message, even though FDR was a Democrat. <coughs> free money, you say? Hard times and many had started to pay the reporters of black, Pittsburgh's black newspaper, which he ran out of his own pocket. Much to his distress, his wife had taken to standing in relief lines in order to feed Betty Ann. And her, okay, the family made good on both. As ward chairwoman, Robert's wife maintained the family home and community backbone. Where does it get here? In 1983, at 52. Okay, we got it. Betty Ann, is this the woman? She's black? She looks pretty white to me. Those are blue eyes. All right. Um, 1983 at the age 52, Betty enrolled in New York university's law school as a middle-aged black woman. She wasn't exactly a typical New York law student, her white male classmate. Oh, <clears throat> Betty Ann had borrowed $29,000 in 1983. Today she owes $329,000 in debt. She's 91 years old. Okay. So she, so college degrees were worthless back then. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't understand uh, compound interest, huh? Americans age 62 and older are the fastest growing demographic of student borrowers of the 45 million Americans who hold student debt. One in five are over 50 years old. Between 2004 and 2018, student loan balances for borrowers over 50 increased by 512%, perhaps because policy late makers have considered student debt as the burden of upwardly mobile young people. And action has seemed a reasonable response as if time itself would solve the problem. Well, now when you look at the education system, then they don't, they're, they're, it, I'm not kidding. This isn't a joke. Obviously, we're not talking K through 12. They obviously failed here too. But you have a college, our, our college education system doesn't 
teach college graduates compound interest? Or better yet, you award college degrees to people who don't understand how compound mathematics works? I... <laughs> how is this my problem? These, these articles are always like, oh my God, look at this poor thing. The bitch got off with like $300,000 free. Fuck her. Pay us back. She's stealing. She's a thief. I don't give a shit if she's 90-year-old grandma. Fuck that lady. Oh, rah, 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 rah. shut the fuck up. All these articles, they're all the same. Oh, 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 oh. A really stupid person did a really stupid thing. We think you should pay for it more. Uh, credit supposes that which we can afford to pay will be able to pay back by tomorrow's wealthier self, a self who is wealthier because of riches leveraged by these debts. Perhaps no form of credit better embodies the myth of a future richer self than student loans. On the vision of free market economist Milton Friedman, it's not a vision. It's not a vision. It, free market is reality. You'll find that out whether you like whether we have communism or capitalism. You'll figure it out. Growth of human capital theory, which posits the self as above all else a unit of investment. Yes, investment, not pissing away your money and time, getting a joke of a degree and partying in school. But smart economics where would increase the nation's GDP. Education would be an incidental benefit. Oh my God, get to the point. David Orsby, 50, has begun working a second job delivering groceries to make his loan payments. Now, if you look at Jacob Orsby, he has a Toyota Tacoma, which looks a lot nicer than mine. He has a house that looks a lot nicer than mine. Hey, Jacob, I got an idea. <clears throat> Sell your truck. All the most older student debt borrowers have borrowed money for their own education. Approximately one-third have taken out loans on behalf of grandchild or child that they failed to raise correctly or also teach about compounded interest. I added that part. Ba-ba-ba, ba-da-ba, don't care, don't care. <clears throat> Olivia, fashion to struggle. Oh, the poor black lady with the fancy loud scarf. Oh, oh. I like how she looks all smart. They got a picture of her looking like this. It's like, you're a fucking moron. I don't care how you how you pose your look. You're still a fucking moron. Um, <clears throat> more old people being stupid. They want you to pay more. New Yorker journalists taking too long to write. Uh, Engstrom picturing her home in Seattle, Washington. Another old lady. Um, uh, $173,000. Then repeating as if the figure was story enough. Another story about a girl who couldn't do math. I know there's one guy in this story who couldn't do math. Uh, it's nothing she left. It's absolutely nothing. Like, excuse me, you are not helping. I voted for you. Oh, listen to the entitlement. This little bitch, Betty Ann. Okay, this this woman owes the taxpayer three hundred twenty nine thousand, or maybe private lenders. I don't know some other people that she that she took other people's money. I asked Betty Ann what Biden's proposal to cancel $10,000 of student debt would mean to her. She laughed. It's nothing. She laughed again. It's absolutely nothing. Like, excuse me, you're not helping. I voted for you. But let's just say you're a parasite. How is this past as noble? How is this person a victim? This is a thief. This is an unrepentant thief. <clears throat> oh, but Aaron, she's an old black lady. Fuck the old black lady. I don't care about what she looks like or her age. She stole money. I mean, if Hitler was 100 years old, come on, be nice to the old German with the funny mustache. No, 
Oh, there you go. Uh, Alini Shamir is a writer and research associate at the Luskin Institute of Inequality and Democracy at UCLA. Also a parasite. <clears throat> okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> Guys, I know it may agitate you. Like, how the hell? How the hell do you get to be that age and not pay off your debts? How the hell? Think about their life. They po. They get to panhandle in, 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 in old age. Po. Po. And I got to imagine people with that attitude to be a thief and a lippy one at that. That personality spills into social interactions and probably not married. Probably not a lot of people that want to hang out with her or them. What do you think? The wife's happy? Her husband had a Dank or Frank or Schlitz or Ditz or whatever his name was. Phil. <clears throat> he he now he's got a oh, he's got to work a second job delivering pizzas. Oh my God. This this esteem. What's your husband doing now? He's delivering pizzas. Oh. Drier than the Sahara now. Here come the divorce papers, if he's married. And then the New Yorker. You know, other people who made the right choice and weren't freaking pieces of shit. All right. Uh, any super chats left? Doc in the house. Uh... Somewhere in New York City, there's an old bitch with lots of student loans and has an old woman STD itch. <clears throat> Smarty pants, two bucks. Left liberalism is the corner of an easy existence. No, it isn't. It always the cancer of an easy existence. Yes. Your life may be easy up front, but when the bills start being due and you don't have a work ethic, your life is over. It's just miserable. I mean, at any point in time, any young man or woman could get up and go work for the railroad, but they're never going to because it's too hard. And thus they are uh, a prisoner of their own mentality and forever going to be living at home and being poor. The press panda, 20 generous dollars. Smith and Wesson plan all the way. Well, for some of these people, it will be. They're too arrogant to do it. They're like, I'm going to live. I'm gonna... They'll die with a ton of debt. Gee, I wonder if they're going to have the... Look, guys, don't lend money to people who major in the... Just don't lend money to people who major in the liberal arts, all right? I wouldn't do that if I was like you know, lending a fur car. You majored in what? No, get the hell out of here. Oh, oh, you majored in women's studies. No, no, no. We uh, <clears throat> We like to get paid back. Yes. Uh, Project Gone, five bucks. New subscriber, motorcyclist. Never heard what bike you have. Uh, I got a uh, Honda VTX, like a 2007, 2006, older one. Ducati Desert Sled here, bit spending, but one of the few vices in fun around town and on dirt. Yeah, I never got really into dirt biking. Um, I'm not good at it. Channel 1800, Dom, five New Zealand dollars. Salute, brother cat, missed the stream. Bless you. Picks soon of Red Sonia, then of Red Sonia. Ha, ha, ha. I doubt she's a communist. Uh, Alex Bettino, a truck driving Latino agent in the field who knows how to do compound math. Five bucks. Life is all about embrace the suck, especially I, you are, if you are a man, that's how the hand we were dealt embrace into it. Now, 
there is a huge benefit to being a guy. And that is with the right guidance, you will learn early on that you have to earn it all. Ladies, you have to earn it all too. But as Bill Burr said, no one tells you the truth and they lie to you because they want to fuck you. It's the truth. Or they want to sell money to you or get your vote or otherwise fuck you you in a corporate and political sense. But ain't nobody telling you guys. And guys, if, if you have the right dad or you have someone who's not being say being mean to you, but yelling at you like me, say, do this, get that thing, do that. They're helping you. And it's going to suck. And it's going to suck embracing the suck. And there's going to be pain. There's gonna, it's going to be hard. But at the end of it, you will have a work ethic and probably some skills. And you'll have good budgeting. And then life gets a lot easier. And meanwhile, everyone who keeps playing it on easy mode, inevitably everyone gets sick and tired of supporting them, either financially or socially. And they don't have any good friends. They don't have any good uh, contacts. <clears throat> they don't. Uh, they can't start a business to save their life. I'm going to open a hair salon. Shut up. I'm going to drop shit, bro. And then all of a sudden, if you're 30 and you played your cards right, you're sitting real pretty. Like the guy I read before, he built his own house. He has no, he has no mortgage, got a car that works, you know, and then, and then there's gals, there's gals, there's gals with 90 years old, want a student loan bailout. What the hell you been doing with your life, lady? And these sad men who stay at home and play video games all day and don't work. I'm okay. If you play video games, I play video games, but you know, there's some work every once in a while. And that's all you do. And you imagine you pay, uh. Um, what's it? You have the girlfriend experience on the internet or whatever, and not real life. Please look, guys, you're going to pay for the girlfriend experience, pay for the real life and for the real thing. Don't pay for the experience. Go get laid. <clears throat> Hell's wrong with you. But it gets a lot easier once you realize there is no easy way. And then what's worse for the gals is once you hit 35, certainly 40, not pretty anymore. And now nobody wants to fuck them. So ain't nobody lying for them and buying their food no more. Well, that's so mean. No, you know what's mean is telling girls they're beautiful at 75 and that that, Prince Charming is coming around. And you shouldn't settle for that engineer because he's got glasses and is only five foot 11. That's what's toxic. That's what's bad. Or that good, reliable guy, you know, who you found very physically attractive. And, oh, but he drove a truck and he was a plumber, even though he made three times as much as you did. You know, that's all right. Uh, that's, I'm I'm the bad guy telling you to major in engineering and to consider the fact that, that you got a finite limitation on your beauty and youth. And there's only one thing you could cash that in for. <clears throat> no Zoners podcast, a.k.a. Coach JR, 5 Canadian Bucks. Hey, Cappy, just wondering, do you believe that a man man's life starts at 35 like when men who have done the work notice a shift? How were you at 32? Yeah, 35. I mean, it depends on, like, I, I was about a decade behind. Um, if I'd been given the right, well, hell, if I didn't get right the information, I would have been balls to the wall on fire at 25. Probably would have still been in the military. Um, but your average guy, if not given completely wrong information, about 35, yes. There's a way you can make it that I, I'd even say 22. Uh, tick, uh, tinkering around with some theories about getting younger people, women included, uh, starting at 14. Because if you're smart enough, there's no reason you should be going to high school. You should be immediately going off to college or getting a trade. So you could be starting working at 16 or have a degree at 18. And then you're already two years ahead. And then four years go by. Also, now you're 22 
and you're sitting on 50 grand cash and, and no student loan debt and yada, yada, yada. I think you can save at least at, by comparison to today's young people, 20 years of life, you can accelerate it. Uh, but you're doing good if you got your act together by 35, because let's say you, aside from becoming an exceptionally employable tradesman or tradeswoman or an engineer or whatever, your average guy with a regular degree is going to rely on normal corporate America and corporate employment and the rest of society. And they absolutely will not let you advance until you're 35. Um, how was I at 32? I was uh, not doing good at 32. Now <clears throat> I, I knew I, I think I wrote my first book. No, I was 30. Oh, I was, I was, I was writing my first book at 32. Um, I was doing well financially, not super well, but I frugality and all that, but nowhere near what I wanted to be. And that was after I think the housing crisis burst or right about where it was. And I had enough. And that's where I threw in the towel and I just hopped on the motorcycle and worked security and taught dance classes and my online classes and said F all and just went and did my adventuring. Those were the couch surfing days, driving across America days. The recession was great. Got cheap hotels, slept on people's couches. It was awesome. Which then gave me the vision and the foresight and the context to realize, yeah, fuck this corporate work. And I got lucky with the internet allowing me to do this crazy stuff. Uh, Marcus Brown, the other one, five bucks. Did you see your my post on your page with the company that discontinued the senior discount for the new millennial disc? No, Marcus, where is it? Email me, Mark. Email. Don't, I, if it's not, if it's in the comment section, I might see it. If I get bored, I read the comment section. Um, but otherwise, yeah, email me, man. Uh, send me that link. That'd be, that'd be great. The blue wrench and the rage on two can I learned to like fat women because high supply. I'm, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for you. If you're happy, I can't turn that switch. I just can't. Project gone, two bucks, 29K original to 320,000. Eagle never made a single payment. Yeah, probably, probably. But with that meant, it's everything it said there. Like I voted for Biden. He should have gotten rid of my $329,000 in student loan debt. I mean, we're talking a complete parasite. And the New Yorkers like, oh, yeah, they didn't even phase. I'm like, we're advocating someone to steal. Like, isn't that grand theft? Um. David 128. Uh, oh, sorry. Two bucks. I know someone near 60 still has two master loan, still has masters, uh, has loans, two masters. Tell him I say this right there. You do know the irony of all you people with your advanced degrees and you have student loan debt and like anything past anything past 40. I'll understand if you're a doctor or something like that, or maybe you started later, <clears throat> but rank and file, you got student loan debt and you're over 40. Go fuck yourself. You're a fucking moron. I don't care how many degrees you have. I'm not listening to you. be strong five bucks did you ever find out how that goofy unattractive guy was getting all those hot women from there's just something about him request from 2017 oh god how long ago was that i don't know that's that's what five years ago i don't i don't know um <clears throat> you got I, I don't know. There, there's guys who are goofy or just funny and girls find it entertaining i mean I, there's also context you know some maybe they're younger girls like goofy guys uh, I I don't know. I mean, it, I could see it in a high school. Oh God, there's so many douchebags. 
there's just these morons in high school. They were goofy, and the girls, oh my god, he's so cool. Like, nah, really, really, okay. Um, I'd have to see the context. Alan Beeblebox, five bucks. You are the dad that so many of us need. Keep tossing out the wisdom. No problem. I got nothing to look. They are generating more misinformed, horrifically erroneously programmed kids with the absolute worst destructive operating system, be it the public schools, the colleges, the media, the left, the government, the new whatever. That that whole system. Your parents, especially, they're not even doing a damn thing. They're doing such a shittacular job of not only raising you, but preparing you for the real world. I'm going to be self-employed forever. Like this is, this is like, I'm a, I'm a doctor and someone keeps building cancer factories to infuse everyone with cancer, a virus factory. <clears throat> and I, we just can't keep up. We just can't keep up. So if you want share with some people, Help girls close the wage gap. Help minorities get out of poverty. Help regular white old folk get out of poverty. Send them my stuff. And if you want them to continue to be poor, have them listen to their teachers or their parents or the Democrats or, you know, get to the point they believe. How many lies had to be shoved up this woman's hoo-ha for her to think that she was entitled to $329,000 payout? Uh, Red Hawk, five bucks. Cappy, what email do you prefer for fan mail? Just want to send you a couple of pics of Vegas highlights you recommend. I send in my Cappy Cap account. Capped, C-A-P-T, capitalism at yahoo.com. Not Captain Capitalism, Capped. The abbreviation for Captain, Capped, capitalism at yahoo.com. Be strong, two bucks. You thought that he was probably a drug dealer. He could have been. Yeah, I I, I need to go and, and look at it again. That would explain it. That would explain it. All right, that's it. Um, let us let us conclude with the great and merciful Corona Chan prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who could be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who riot for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. There is a recession kind of coming. Isn't that nice, boys and girls? All right, see you guys later. Toodles.